You sure the structure itself is sound? Yeah, we'll be all right, boss. So, what exactly happened here? (coughs) There was a lot of pot here. Are you getting anything? No, it just smells. Last night, 911 got a call from a prepaid cell phone. Uh, This one, in fact. No prints, naturally. But Raphael managed to track down where it came from. Because I'm awesome? Sure. Anyway, it came from the drugstore not far from here. They don't sell that particular model in any other chain. It was about as easy as pulling up Google Maps. Sure enough, only one sale of those last night within ten miles of this warehouse. Sold to a white male with gray eyes and black hair, about uh, six feet tall. Like the guy from the sports bar. The night I appeared? That's what I thought, too. Unfortunately, the cashier couldn't remember if he had a snake tattoo or not. Security footage wasn't that detailed, either. Liza, couldn't you just hypnotize the cashier or something? That's not how it works. Well, theoretically, that's how it should work. But memories supposedly recalled from hypnotism are of dubious quality at best and outright fabricated at worst. That's why I haven't tried it with you yet. Right, so this warehouse, best as we can tell from the ashes of what's inside, held pot, as Jane so astutely observed, in crates. And that's about it. Who owned this building? Foreclosed a few years back. Used to be owned by a meatpacking company, but it's been sitting here ever since they went under. No one knew there was all this pot in here. No one? This was a gang's work, right? A local gang. Gained a lot of new territory. The Blades? No, not them. The other ones. There's two. There there have to be two? What does that even mean? The joints? They're the big pot suppliers in town now. Yes, that's definitely right. This warehouse belonged to the joints. We'll get our guys to double check. You were getting anything else? No. Something just feels wrong, though. How do you mean wrong? I... I don't know. Just... it feels off. Off. Okay. Let's pack it up, then. You all go home and get ready for tonight. You did up. That's tonight, isn't it? (laughs) Don't tell me you forgot. So, maybe I did. It's all good. I still got my tux. Still looks suave in it, I'm sure. Ugh. Go home. Are you all right? I just... I have this feeling we're being strung along. How? Like there's... uh, Now it's gone. It'll come back when I'm not expecting it, though. This happens often? You've never mentioned it. It's every once in a while. Look, maybe I'm just being paranoid. Mm, We need to talk about last night. (sighs) What about it? Come on, let's talk as we head back to the car. Jane, I'm... worried about you. You threatened to kill yourself. I know. Regardless, I want to get you to see a psychiatrist. Get some antidepressants. Basic stuff, nothing out of the ordinary. But I think it'll help. All right. Oh, we'll have to make the appointment tomorrow. There's no time today. 
I'm going to be keeping an eye on you tonight, okay? If you feel anything even remotely close to the way you felt last night, you let me know. Thank you, Liza. You're welcome. Now, let's go get ready. One rainy evening in March, a woman appeared on the doorstep of Dr. Liza Finch. She didn't know her own name. She didn't know where she came from. She didn't know where she was going. All she knew was that she could predict danger, or at least that's how it appeared. That woman was me. My past, my future. All of it is nothing. Empty. A blank slate. Tabula Rasa. Season 1, Episode 6. Before the Second Course. And I know it will kill tonight. First, unheard message. Keith, it's me. Just wondering how late rehearsal will go tonight. Message deleted. Next unheard message. Hey, it's Steph. Just... just wondered where you've been hiding. I... um... We haven't been talking much lately outside of class. Call me when you get this. I love you. To delete this message, press 7. Skipping message. Next unheard message. It's me. I want to hear what the kids you've been running with have to say about this fire. Give me a call back. And hey, when you're alone. To delete this message. Message deleted. No unheard messages. First skipped message. Hey, it's Steph. Okay, a BLT for me and, well, whatever that is for you. THL, turkey, ham, lettuce. Uh, You gotta be weird, don't you, dude? When you die first for all that bacon you eat, I'll be laughing over your coffin. Alright, whatever. Hmm, did you hear about the warehouse? No. They get busted? No, it was burned down. (laughs) What? Yeah, man. Someone told me the uh, the lions got to it. All the pots gone. Callisto's lost it, and uh, we got a meeting tonight. The key shed. Here you are. Been looking for you. Yeah, nice table. 
Room enough for the team, and right by the bar. Hey, Terry, how you doing? Sergeant Clark, it's good to see you again. I told you, call me Nathan. Been working with your wife way too long for you to be so formal. <laughs> of course, Nathan. <laughs> Looking spiffy, boss. Where's your wife? Uh, Jamie's out visiting her mom in Boston. Says she's very sorry she couldn't make it. Me, I don't believe a word of it. I wouldn't be here myself. Hey, everybody! Somebody ring the bell for class? Because I brought it. <laughs> hey. Lakeisha, you look dazzling. Derry, buddy, how you been? Doing all right. But the warehouse keeps me busy. People always need paint. <laughs> yes, well, one hopes. I'm not dead yet, Velasquez. I was just getting to you, boss. You, sir, look positively, uh, dazzling as well. Evening, everybody. There you two are. Let me get that chair. Thank you. Of course. Let's all be seated, shall we? It looks like we'll be getting a speech soon. Agreed. Three empty seats. Who are we missing? Well, Jamie couldn't make it. The other two, I don't know. Well, let's take a look. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you to our fundraising event this evening. As you all know, I'm Senator Richard Montague. I'm very pleased to be here tonight with my honored guests from the organized crimes team of the Chicago Police Department. Let's give up again. I owe my life to these people. When I was attacked several weeks ago, it was this fine group of individuals who responded quickly and ably to help minimize casualties and assist the Department of Homeland Security. Assist? It was our investigation. investigation. What is this bull- Nathan! I'm pleased to announce yeah, the individual yeah, who perpetrated this disaster was apprehended. But there'll be time for more talk later. For now, I ask you please consider supporting our campaign as the event continues this evening because a vote for Montague is a vote for the future. I get some mac with this cheese? <laughs> oh, and he's sitting here. Yep. Who's at the other seat? That, um, would be me. Hello, everyone. Uh, Jesse Cesare, as I'm sure you all know. Oh, uh, except for... I'm sorry. You are... Terry Morris. Lakeisha's husband. <laughs> Charmed. Ah, finally. So good to meet you all. I suppose I need no introduction, but I'd still, I'd still love to meet all of you. Sergeant Nathan Clark. Good to meet you, Sergeant. And this is my team. This is Detective Lakeisha Morris and her husband Terry, Detective Raphael Velasquez, Dr. Liza Finch, and- Doctor? Of what exactly? Psychology. Ah, good, good. And you must be- Call me Jane. Ah, a pleasure. I understand I have you to thank most of all, Miss Jane. Why don't we take a seat? Excellent idea, Sergeant. Oh, forgive me. I believe the first course is due shortly. In the meantime, I'd like to get to know you all a bit. Suppose we start with you, Miss Jane. Um, not much to say. I'm afraid I can't remember much. Really? Well, that's, that's fascinating. Tell me, how does that work? How does it work? Yes. It, is, is it just blank? Mostly. Yes. 
There's the occasional flash of memory. I remember my wedding. I don't know my husband or where I was married or even what my name was. Can you see when you remember? Well, kind of. Faces are warped. Kind of indistinguishable. But I can hear voices and identify individuals. So far, it's been mainly my husband. Oh, that's truly awful. If there's anything I can do to help you... I'll remember that. Thank you. Oh, think nothing of it. Now, please, tell me, this this gift of yours... I think gift may be the wrong word. Ah, food. Excellent. Thank you. Wouldn't get too excited, boss. It's just salad. Ah, you're right. Salad. The decaf of the food world. <clears throat> Nathan. I mean, thank you for this. Oh, uh, yes, thank mm, you. Looks good. Thank mm, you. Thanks. Ah, here we are. Thank oh, you. Oh, looks wonderful. Thank you. Now, you were talking about your ability. He never shuts up about it. He's fascinated. <laughs> I can't help it. My grandmother, may she rest in peace, was a Romani. She always told stories about people with extra-normal abilities. And, well, Jane validates them. Well, I don't know about extra-normal. Boss, she knows things that should be impossible to know. I think that qualifies. Well, it doesn't really work like that. It's a buzzing. It used to hurt, now it's just irritating. A, a buzzing inside my head, like I'm missing some crucial piece of information, and I know it all of a sudden. Fascinating. Indeed. Mayor Klowitz leads me to understand you've been a great deal of help to the Organized Crimes Division. I suppose. She's being modest. She's helped bring us to leads we never would have considered in a number of cold cases. Oh, absolutely. Our closure rate has gone through the roof. Uh, thank you. I'm glad to hear it. Now, I haven't forgotten the rest of you. Detective Morris, tell me about yourself, if you don't mind. Well, I'm a little bit boring. My daddy was a burglary detective back in the day. Caught the red roof hopper, if you remember that. That was a big deal to me when I was nine. My daddy got to be on the news and was my biggest hero. You know, I remember that story. <laughs> Makes me feel a little old. <laughs> and you, Detective Velasquez? Well, I was raised in Columbus, Ohio, actually, but uh, I found myself here in Chicago after I graduated college with a criminal justice degree. Now, you know, I get assigned to undercover narcotics work. Since I'm fluent in Spanish, my job is to infiltrate this gang called the Payasos. The clowns. Oh, this story again? Raphael, you tell this one all the time. It's a good story. Come on. I haven't heard it yet. Neither have I. Please continue. All right. So, I've been in with the Payasos for a while, right? So, me and these cartel guys, we're all headed out to this party, weed in hand. Ugh. Look, I just wanted to make a little cash selling pot. What is all this? Okay, when Callisto says come, you come, dude. Come on, she's got a room in the back here. You're late, Jack. Thank you. Sit down. All right, dumbasses. Y'all heard about the fire at our warehouse last night? These blades think that they can just blow up our pot? Nuh-uh. 
I don't have to tell you. It's time we showed them who's boss. Now, these little beauties are CZ99s. Semi-automatic, 15-round mags, plus an extra two mags for each of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> no way! These are military-grade boys. Let's make them count. What the hell was that? Looks like the blades have found us. Come on, grab your pieces. We got work to do. <laughs> so then, she looks at me, and she goes... Raphael? With this absolutely priceless look on her face. I tried denying it for about 20 seconds. Then I grabbed the whole Ziploc of weed and ran. <laughs> <laughs> now, come on, boss. You still think it's funny? It was funnier the day after you transferred to us. <laughs> Very humorous, Detective. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Well, I believe I've heard almost everybody's stories. Except you, Doctor. And Sergeant Clark. Well, uh, my stories are classified. I'm afraid I can't say much more than that. Huh. He always says that. What? It is. Oh, that's all right. I, <laughs> I won't pry. You then, Dr. Finch. Well, I used to be part of a practice in the suburbs, actually. We were focused on... Oh. Uh, excuse me for just a minute. Very sorry, Senator, Mrs. Zari, everyone. Please go on, Doctor. Well, we focused mainly on compulsive disorders. I focused on diagnosis and managing the business side, while my husband, he focused on the treatment. I'm at a table with your mother, dying under everybody's life stories right now. What's going on? It's a war zone in here. Joints got their hands on a bunch of guns and they're giving them out to street-level kids. It looks like the blades have a bunch too. Slow down, slow down. Where are you? Some nightclub south of 79th, I think. Called Fracture, I think. The warehouse burning got all the joints out for blood and there's a lot of bodies, Sergeant. They're not all gangsters. Alright, King, listen to me. Just keep calm and get out of there now. Oh man! Oh, this is sweet. Who's on the line, Finchie? Who is this? Uriah? Finchie, another one of your guys? Wait a second. Jack, where the hell did you pick this guy up? Oh, damn it. There's absolutely no truth to it at all. Which makes it all the more baffling, considering that... Guys, something's up. We need to go. Now. What? Second course isn't even here yet. There's a gang clash going on south of 79th. Lots of guns. Uniforms are going to need backup on this one. Let's roll. Uh, of course. I excuse us, Senator. Lakeisha, wait a minute. Tell the boys I said goodnight, Terry. I need to go. Thank you for coming. I'm sorry you couldn't stay longer. I'll warm up the car. You want us to come with? No. Uh, I mean, look. look, Jane, I can't use you in the field, all right? You're going to be a liability, not an asset out there. I'm sorry. That's not... I don't have time for this. Liza, you two can stay or go home. It doesn't matter. We have to go. Come on, Lakeisha. Excuse me. Jane, is everything all right? Uh, I'm... Fine. You're sure... That's what was off this morning. It's been set up. What's been set up? The gangs. The Arachne shooting, the warehouse. The gangs have been set up. By the man with the snake tattoo? 
Maybe. I don't know enough about it. Oh boy. We need to get a hold of Clark. Come on. Excuse us, please. Of course. Uh, good, good, good luck. Thank you. Pick up. Pick up. Pick up the damn phone. This number is for emergencies only. You didn't tell me it was happening tonight. Watch your tone. If I wanted you involved, I would have called you. Gats and Callisto were taking care of it. In Callisto? I have to go. Featuring the voice talents of Susan Bridges as Jane, Lynn Cullen as Dr. Liza Finch, Chris Hackney as Detective Rafael Velasquez, Kristen Bays as Detective Lakeisha Morris, Pete Mylan as Sergeant Nathan Clark, James Rossi as Keith Finch, Jason R. Wallace as Terry Ganymede Morris, Rick Wolf as Senator Richard Montague, Catherine Pride as Jesse Cesare, Paul Brueggemann as Kevin Jet Jefferson. David Alt as the voiceman, Sam Sullivan as the voice over the phone, Anna Jang Condal as Stephanie Nichols, and Renee Christine Jones as Catherine Callisto Swain. Written by Jack Paul. Edited by Teresa Stacy. Directed by Anna Rodriguez. Assistant director, Dave Morgan. Opening theme by her side. Written and performed by Karina Barroso. Available on iTunes. Closing theme. Back Home, written and performed by Mile 96. Gallows Hill, The Vagabond, and She's On My Mind by Josh Woodward. Moonlight Requiem by Zero Project. No Good Layabout, Opportunity Walks, Shades of Spring, and Sidewalk Shade by Kevin McLeod. Chimera Deviation and Megacosm by Dano at danosongs.com. Produced by Pendant Productions. Tabula Rasa, created by Jack Talk. Copyright 2013, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Clark, can you hear me? Next time on Tabula Rasa... Keith has gotten himself caught in the crossfire. <laughs> you have no idea what you're getting yourself into. And as Clark struggles to pull him out of it... All right, we're going in. Move, move, move! One of Jane's demons will finally be unmasked. <laughs> nice shot, Gats. Get your ass over here and help me with these two. It's All Out War, as Tabula Rasa Season 1, Episode 7, premieres May 22, 2013, only at PendantAudio.com. How do you know my name? 